0: Dear friends in Christ Jesus, indeed, very glad to welcome you all to this Eucharistic celebration, third Sunday of Advent. And today we celebrate, it's a Kauḍāti Sunday. It means rejoice in the Lord always. It's a Sunday of joy, and in the advent wreath uh, we light rose candle and priests may wear rose vestment today and common theme of today's scripture is joy and encouragement so my dear friends uh, I would like to begin with a short story there is an old Old boy, and his parents asked him on a dark night to go out on the back porch to bring in broom. He was terrified, he was afraid, there was no light out there. He frankly told his parents that he was afraid of the dark. His parents had reassured him. You don't need to be scared. God is everywhere. He's with you even in the dark. So the boy went to the back door and opened a crack and whispered, God, if you're really out there, would you mind handing in the broom? Dear friends, none of us enjoy darkness. We all want light. I remember a couple of years before in India, in a day we just had four hours electricity due to shortage of electric power. And at that time, we experienced deep trouble with shortage in electricity. We don't want darkness we are uneasy with about darkness so just imagine people who lived in the primitive people and at that time john the baptist who appeared in the Bap- jordan river pointing out someone here is somebody who is the light of the world such a people in the darkness they recognize jesus The light. And John the Baptist in the Gospel today, he introduced people, he is the Messiah, he is the light of the world, the one who is to come. And this, during the Advent season, this Sunday is called, it's a joy, Sunday of joy. Rejoice in the Lord always. And this Holy holy Scripture uh, reminds us that. Coming up, Jesus in the past, in the present, and in the future is the reason for our for rejoicing. And the first reading, uh, in Prophet Isaiah, he encourages people who are in Babylonian exile. You need to rejoice in the Lord, because you, being captives, you are going to be released, and God is going to send his anointed one, who is filled with Holy Spirit, who is going to come. He is going to liberate you, and he is going to remove all the captivity. So rejoice in the Lord. The first reading, prophet Isaiah consoles the people who were in captivity. And in the second reading, St. Paul, he asks the Christian community, the Colossians Christian community, rejoice in the Lord. By living a life blameless, body, soul, and spirit, entirely you remain blameless. God is going to come, so you are going to appear in front of the Lord. If you are blameless, and you are going to make merry, and you are going to rejoice in the Lord. And in the gospel today, John the Baptist, and he is introducing the light of the world, the long-awaited Messiah, so make Mary rejoice. And my dear friends, and as we reflect upon uh, on this this special Sunday about rejoicing in the Lord, and there are three things we need to do and to remain joyful and to receive the gift of joy, gift of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Number one, light. And in the Gospel today, so John the Baptist, he introduced Jesus as a light of the world. There is a popular saying and it goes in this way, give light and people will find the way. So John the Baptist did the role of giving light to the world. So here comes a light and follow him, therefore you will not walk in darkness. And we have the similar responsibility, giving light to the another one. I remember my uh, childhood days and uh, the school days and the college days, wherein the sports day began with the passing of torchlight. So it's a big playground and 400 meter ground. In every 50. meter, there will be a player, and so the one athlete will pass the torchlight to another athlete, and then the next one, and the next one, and finally it reaches. The torchlight reaches the stage, and all the players and the students, they participate in the oath-taking ceremony. And here, the light is passing from one to another. and. This is how the, we need to pass the light to the next generation. Parents, you need to pass the light to your children. Teachers, you need to pass your light to your students. And health healthcare workers, you need to pass the light to your patients. And husband to wife, and wife to husband. And this is our responsibility to pass the light to somebody and who are near and dear ones. I remember talking to one of our parishioners and he said very beautiful thing about passing this light. Father, we all do so many things. We we pray rosary, we participate in the mass and we listen to homily, lecture, so, so many things happening. And my duty as a husband, my duty is to help my wife get heaven. My wife's duty is to help me get heaven. And we all do so many things, and it is, and I'm helping my wife, and my wife helping me to get heaven. That's the core of the responsibility. And my dear friends, this is very important that we need to give light to others. And if you don't give light, parents, if you don't give light to your children, what will happen? they naturally walk in darkness. They may fall into the trap of drug addiction, pornography addiction, or they may be in close company of bad company. So it's very important, and people who hold the responsibility, remember during the baptism ceremony, parents and the godparents, they receive the light from Christ and and receive the light from the priest. The priest would say, receive the light of Christ. And it is the duty of the parents and the godparents to pass the light to the small one, the little one, who is to receive baptism. My dear friends, if we do that, and definitely we see our family and experience real joy. And so we follow the example of John the Baptist and pass the light to the next generation. And number two, humility. And the scripture says, and uh, one who humbles himself will be exalted. We all want to be honored. We all want to be treated highly. And Jesus uh, teaches us very, very uh, interesting way. You humble yourself, you will be exalted. And... um, I'm really love your Christmas decorations. I have been in the U.S. past three years. Three. This is going to be my third Christmas, and this year Christmas I see beautiful, beautiful, uh, wonderful decorations. A couple of days before I was returning from after administering the sacrament to old lady, and I lost the way, and it took a little long time to reach back rectory, and I. I see the cr- Christmas decoration right in front of your house. It's really uh, made me dumbfounded, beautiful. Even while you were all celeb- celebrating the Halloween, I was thinking how the celebration going to be for Christmas. Even Halloween, lot of decorations right in front of you. But really it made me hap- uh, made me happy and made me thrilled. And one of the Uh, decorations that uh, in connection with today's homily I saw the nativity scene uh, the letter joy and so big and in the letter joy the nativity scenes are well arranged and the word joy and it's very important and that teaches us how we can get really joy and joy the first word stand for Jesus and the second word stands for others. And the third word, OI, stands for you. And in the same way, we need to share our love with, with, in the same sequence. Love Jesus first. Love others second. Love yourself finally. And if you do that, as the word teaches, and you, you'll be a joyful person. And for which we need humility to start love Jesus, to love others, and then finally loving yourself, we need humility. John, the Baptist, in the Gospel today, he, a, he remains how humble he is. And everybody thought he was the Messiah. Everybody thought he was the light of the world. But he would say humbly, and I am, un, I am not worthy to untie his sandal strap. I am a humble. I am just here introducing himself. I am not the light. I came. I came to testify the light, and my dear friends in our working place, among our colleagues, and the children to our parents. And if they remain humble, and definitely our family, our working place, and will be a joyful place. Oftentimes in my personal life, sometimes uh, there is a storm in me of uh, uh, pridefulness, and at that time. I would tell myself, I would tell my ears, be humble. And all the time I keep telling and whenever there is a storm of prideful, pridefulness in me, I constantly feed my ear telling, be humble, be humble. That comes, uh, that slows me down and that helps me to reduce my ego. And the word ego is uh, the explanation for the word ego, edging God out. And which means, so my dear friends, remain humble just like the John the Baptist and definitely your family, your working place, and you can experience the joy. And number three, and the very important thing, is repentance. We need to change our ways. And um, one of the parishioners, uh, I saw a mother, and the mother told about her son. And he is working in a swimming pool as a, a swimming god. And he is working as a rescuer. If anything happens, his duty is to rescue them. And in addition to that, and uh, there may be people who may be misbehaving in the swimming pool. His duty is to straighten up. His duty is to tell them behave well, not to violate any rules and regulations. My dear friends and John the Baptist, he came in order to straighten up. So Jesus is going to come. You prepare yourselves very well. You straighten up your path and so that you are ready when Jesus is coming. And the second reading also in the same way, addressing the believers. You remain blameless entirely, body, soul, spirit. You remain blameless. God is going to come and then you are going to get your reward. When you remain blameless. And my dear friends, and uh, this is how we need to prepare for God's coming. And the word repentance, it means, uh, it's, it involves two actions. And you turn against evil and turn toward God. Two things against evil and towards God. That's very important. It's just like uh, sailors, when they were sailing in the ship, they the ship might be lost the way. So what it needs to do, it, and it needs to come to the right direction, and turn against the wrong direction and turn towards the right direction. And similarly, in our life journey were repentance, and as Jesus is going to come, and the, when we come toward God and turning aside all uh, the worldly things and our struggle and weakness and temptation. And definitely we are going to experience joy, so my dear friends, Jesus is here, and he is going to come as a light of the world, redeem the world, and we need to experience everyday day and joy. so our duty is to pass the light, you remain light, and you pass the light to next generation, and you remain humble and overcoming your ego and pridefulness, and you prepare you every day with a heart of repentance, with a heart of uh, brokenness you prepare your ways for the lord and definitely you experience joy while jesus while you meet jesus amen